Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. I'm so blessed to be on the air with you. So grateful uh, that you've tuned in. Hey, it's Friday night. Uh, Tonight, it'll be Friday night. And Friday night's a wonderful night because Encounter meets. And we're going to have a special Encounter uh, service tonight. I hope you'll show up and be a part of it at 1301 Brandon Road, Nicholasville, Kentucky. Thank you for supporting the Ministry of Encounter. For more information about that, please go to thehopeencounter.org or email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org. All week we've been talking about the hope of Christmas and then the last several days, the wonder of Christmas peace. And we've been sharing a sort of an odd passage Uh, that's typically not used as a Christmas passage uh, found in Philippians, uh, Philippians 4, verses 4 through 9, which first started out by talking about uh, don't be anxious about anything, but pray about everything, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. But then it goes on to say, uh, finally, Brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about those things. And whatever you have learned, received, heard, or seen in me, put into practice. And here comes a great Christmas promise. And the God of peace will be with you. I've talked about earlier in the week, talked about how we go through an entire year and we get so busy, and it's like we wake up into, uh, it's like the movie Groundhog Day, where we relive the same day over and over again. It's not so much living a day over again, it's living a year over, where we're doing the same old thing, experiencing the same old result, experiencing the same lack of peace in our lives that can only come through a relationship with Jesus Christ. So I talked about all the different levels of peace this week, the peace of God, peace with God, and then perfect peace that comes when we, when we have an abiding relationship that trusting God. And I just want to challenge you as you're listening to the Encounter Radio Show, you're, you're, you're hearing from a person who had no idea how to have any peace in his life for 36 years. Every year I lived with anxiety. Every year I, feel I lived with fear. Every, every year, I, I, I lived with worry in my life. Every year, I was afraid. Every year, I, I, I lived as a nervous human being. I never had any peace. And for me, Christmas in my family was just a big gathering of the family get, getting together. And typically, it would just end up in just a big old fight. Now, my mother, God bless her, uh, she did the best that she could to make Christmas for us a great event, but it was always about the gifts for her. It was always about making sure we had gifts underneath that, that tree. And the reason why we give gifts is that most of us have no idea why we give gifts at Christmas because the greatest gift ever given to us was sent from heaven to dwell among us. And I've been, as I've been saying all week, all week, he came to be with us to be like us so that one day we would be like him and be with him. That's the Christmas message. That's what Christmas is all about. And I don't know about you, but I've never seen 
the body of Christ struggle with a lack of peace and allow fear, worry, and anxiety overwhelm them to degrees I've never seen before in the body of Christ. So this Christmas, I plead with you. I beg of you. Don't make peace with your past. Don't make peace with your pain. Don't make peace with your problems. Don't make peace with your addictions and strongholds. Don't make peace with drugs and alcohol. Don't make peace with your fears, worries, and anxieties. Don't make peace with your diagnosis. Don't make peace with your negative emotions. Don't make peace with your guilt and shame. Don't make peace with your old nature. Don't make peace with your old identity. Don't make peace with the devil and principalities and pretensions that set itself up against the knowledge of God. Don't make peace with the world and its value system. Don't make peace with the lies that get presented to the doorpost of your mind. Don't make peace with Christians who have a form of godliness but deny the power of God. Don't make peace with people who want to live, who want you to live in your past. Don't make peace with a victim mentality spirit. You're no longer a victim if you have Jesus Christ in your heart. You are a victor. Don't make peace with the giants and mountains in your life. You speak to those mountains in your life and use all the faith that you have and make sure that you have no open accounts with, with other people that you haven't forgiven them because your father said, Jesus said, if you have faith, you can move a mountain. That, and you can just speak to that mountain. That mountain has to go if you pray by faith. But first, forgive anyone that you're holding a grudge against so your Father in Heaven can forgive your sins too. So God wants you to be a mountain speaker, not a mountain climber. And the giants in your life, they're just giants. Do what David did. Just slay the giants in your life. Cut the giant's head off. Walk around with that giant's head. When someone asks you what you're holding in your hand, just tell them, that's a giant. That's a giant's head that I, I, I cut off in Jesus' name. Who dared to attack me? Who dared to, to take me out? But I cut his head off, and he no longer has power over me. Because I saw that giant relationship to my God instead of that giant in relationship to me. And that giant had no power over the power of God. And so God's call us to be giant slayers. So don't make peace with your giant. Don't make peace with the mountains in your life. And don't make peace with bitterness and unforgiveness. There's no peace in that. Don't make peace with your doubts and unbelief. And don't make peace with your traditions. If your traditions don't line up with the word of God, well, we just always did it this way. That's what I was taught. Well, if that doesn't line up with God's word, then get rid of it. You'll never have peace that way. Don't make peace with your religion. Make peace with a relationship with Jesus Christ. Don't make peace with your pride. And don't make peace with the prince of darkness. Here's the deal. Make peace with the prince of peace, Jesus Christ, who, who will forgive you and give you perfect healing peace that nothing in all creation can ever, ever overcome. Now, friends, I got to tell you, uh, you're, you're hearing this from a person that had no peace in, in my life. And that's why I love Christmas. It reminds me of why Jesus came to save us. And that's what makes Christmas so wonderful. Heaven invading humanity with pure love to save us. Heaven invading humanity with the reason for joy and peace. You know, I always think of presents. I'm still a, 
I still love to give presents. I still love to, to give presents to my family. But as I said this week, the best present I ever gave my family was the gift of Jesus, the gift of forgiveness, the gift of grace, the gift of a, of a new dad and a new father, a person that was free of hate, of pride, addictions, and all my sins. And then, you know, it's easy for us to lose sight that Christmas is about the greatest present ever given to mankind, a present that came in the form of a baby. See, the present came to us because God knew we had no way to get to him. See, the present came to us as a gift to receive and not to earn so that no one can boast. The present came to us to save us because God knew that we couldn't save ourselves. And the present came to heal us because God knows our pain. The present came to be our friend because God knew that people would let us down. The present came to show us how to love because God is love and you'll never love the way God intended for you to love until you first receive the love that God has for you by believing and receiving the present of his son, Jesus Christ. The present of the baby Jesus came to give us eternal life because God wanted us in his family. The present came to us so we can have an encounter that would change our lives. I hope you never lose sight that Jesus Christ is the greatest gift you could ever receive in your life. I hope you never lose sight that Jesus Christ is the greatest gift you'll ever give and share with anyone else. See, my life mission is to share the gift of Jesus to everyone. I want people to experience what it means to receive the gift of Jesus so that they'll know what forgiveness, grace, peace, joy, purpose, healing, love, and what the free gift of eternal salvation is all about. I love this. And I said this the other day. The story of Christmas, he came. You'll find him wrapped in cloth in a manger. He came as the weakest of all that needed help, protection, and love. Jesus himself needed to be fed, wrapped in cloth, to be protected, and to experience everything that a human can experience in his humanity. Think about all the things he had to learn, obedience, how to overcome temptation. He had to, re- he had to learn how to rely on the power of prayer, the Holy Spirit, the Word, and his relationship with his Father. He needed to feel what we feel, smell what we smell, hurt like we hurt, suffer like we suffer, experience rejection like we've experienced. He needed to feel separated from his father, just like how we're born into this world, separated from our father in heaven. And Jesus needed to be filled with the Holy Spirit to accomplish the father's plan for him, for everything in ministry leading up to the cross, the grave, the tomb, and being raised from the dead so that one day, because he came as a baby to be like us, to be with us so that one day we could be like him and be with him. What do you need this Christmas? What are you going through this Christmas? What hope do you need? What miracle do you need? What change do you need? What do you need Jesus to be for you? Because he's the ultimate expression of the Father's love for you. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. The Bible says that with Jesus all things are possible but apart from him we can do nothing. Don't you want to accomplish great things? You can do it with Jesus. And that's the story of Christmas. How God came to us because we couldn't get to him.
And the question is, will you allow him in? Like I said yesterday, I've been wrestling with this for over a year now, that there was no room for him in the inn. And that's the story of mankind. Every day, Jesus is knocking on the doorpost of our home and our heart and asking us, do, I have, do you have room for me? Can I come in and do life with you? Can I come in and love you? Can I come in and heal you? Can I come in and forgive you? Can I come in and make things new? Can I, can I come in and heal your marriage? Can I come in and heal your body? Can I come in and give you eternal life? Can I love you? Would you just let me in and stay with you and be with you so that I can be God to you and be all these things for you and with you and to you because I love you? The Christmas story is the greatest love story ever told. from the greatest rescue society that ever existed of how the father sent his son to rescue us from our sins so that we can be with him forever and know what real love is, know what real forgiveness is, know what real purpose is and know what an eternal destiny in heaven is all about. This Christmas, I hope you experience the joy of Christmas by experiencing the joy of relationship with Jesus Christ. Pray this with me. Jesus, come into my life. I turn from my life, my sins, and I turn to you, and I'm asking you to be the Lord and Savior of my life. I open up my home, the home of my heart to you, and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for tuning in to the Encounter Radio Show.